we continue reading in Paul's letter to the Romans. He's trying to explain baptism. Maybe he'll have better luck than, uh, than I just had. Listen for God's word. What then are we to say? Should we continue in sin in order that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin go on living in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so too we might walk in newness of life. The word of the Lord. We continue our Lenten journey reflecting on rituals. This morning we reflect on the ritual of baptism. And of course we all know that it's more than a ritual. We read about the first Passover in the Exodus passage. I, I know that as Jim pointed out it's, it's mostly associated with the the, the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, but, but we read it today because it's an example of a ritual that's more than a ritual. When, when God said, this is what you need to do, and told them how to live out that first Passover, it was not just something to remind themselves about God. It was being told to act in a way that saved them literally from death. It was a ritual that was begun and continued, but it wasn't a ritual in the sense of, of, of light where we give meaning to what we do with light. It was a ritual in the sense that it was a life-giving act of God that they then created a ritual out of to remember and remind themselves. Baptism is a similar ritual. We're not just doing something from which we derive meaning. God is at work in the waters of baptism. Rituals help us remember. Rituals remind us, but in the ritual of baptism, it also reveals the God who is not done with us, who is at work in the waters of baptism, laying claim to us, calling us to new life, giving us new life. Baptism is a ritual and a bit of a mystery. Sacrament is the Latin word that was used to translate the Greek word mysterium when the Bible was translated into Latin. Mysterium was used in the biblical text to describe the mystery of God's presence. So when you hear sacrament, and the ritual of baptism is for us one of the two sacraments, Remember it as mystery. The mystery we cannot fully explain, but the mystery lived out in the sacrament that reveals God's presence 
in our midst. Some of you may remember the movie Tender Mercies. It tells the story of Rosalie, the owner of the Mariposa Motel, located on a deserted stretch of dusty road somewhere between Austin and San Antonio. And the movie's about, well, lots of things, but about her relationship with her son, Sonny, and her husband, Max Sledge, a formerly down-and-out songwriter into whom she had breathed new life through words of encouragement and acts of hospitality. In one of the scenes, they are driving home from church in the pickup. They are driving home from the church service in which Sonny and Mac had been baptized. And this conversation takes place between them. Well, we done it, Mac. We were baptized. Yeah, we are, Mac responds. Everybody said I was going to feel like a changed person. I guess I do feel a little different, but I don't feel a whole lot different. Do you? Not yet. Sonny looks at himself in the rearview mirror. You don't look any different. You think I look any different? Max smiles and shrugs. Not yet. And so the mystery... We cannot easily or fully describe what takes place in baptism or what it means fully to have new life. But we baptize at Jesus' command. We baptize trusting that God is at work in the waters of baptism. We baptize as a sign to ourselves and to the world that God is indeed present in our midst. We baptize reminding ourselves and announcing to the world that God claims us, that God calls us to new life. The ritual marks the moment not the ending, but the beginning of new life. The beginning to which we are called again and again. And finally, the ritual of baptism defines us. In our world where individualism seems to be one of our most important values, baptism defines us differently. It defines us as people connected, connected to Christ, connected to the community of faith. Samuel Wells reminds us that in the early church, they believed that they were a distinct people with a special vocation. Their form of life was dictated by no other criterion than faithfulness to Christ. And their identity, what marked them in that way was their baptism. Baptism was tied in the early church to entry into the community of faith. It's still true for us. If you have not been baptized, you are when you choose to join the church. Likewise, we don't really in our theological reform minds understand baptism outside of the community of faith. Baptism always engages us 
with those who surround us in the community of faith. I'm reminded of a a story told about a a little kid who was out playing after church. Mother looked out, and, and there he was. He was playing church, and he had a cat as the parishioner. She smiled and was quite happy, as only a mother could be, I suppose, that her son had come home from church and was practicing church in the backyard. Then she heard loud meowing and hissing and ran back to look. And he was baptizing the cat in a tub of water. Stop that! The cat is afraid of water. Her son looked up and said, Well, he should have thought about that before he joined my church. (laughs) We are connected in baptism to those in our community of faith and beyond. Think community as all the baptized. Baptism also defines us as people connected to Christ who find their hope in the new life Christ offers them. That's what Paul lays out in his letter to the Romans. In baptism, we are united with Christ in His death. In baptism, we are united with Christ in His resurrection. Think about that for a moment. Perhaps that which we most fear or dread, death, we don't go to alone because Christ is joined with us. We are joined with Him at His invitation. And we are joined with Christ in His resurrection. That has both immediate and long-term implications. In the moment, we become those new creations God calls us to be. Every day, called to live out our baptism and live into the new life in Christ to which we are called. But also, but also the hope of eternal life because we are united with Christ in His resurrection, which means we join with Him in that new life beyond our earthly life. Part of our ritual here at St. Andrew for funeral or memorial services when we witness to the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ is the incorporation of baptismal imagery and words. We begin at the baptismal font proclaiming that in so-and-so's name he was united with Christ in his death and resurrection. And then we read words of comfort and hope. We tell stories. We hear God's word. We sing hymns. We commend the person to God. And then we finish at the baptismal font proclaiming that in her baptism, that her baptism is now complete. New life, giving way to new life, 
now giving way to eternal life. Baptism, a life-giving ritual in life and in death. Amen.